The power chair is apparently I have been dethroned because we have changed seats, Ross. We have, but apparently you still won first. So you're, you're still able to take control of the show when you need to. Uh, it's great to be on with you, Rachel. It seems like we just talked yesterday. And in fact, I think we did. It does. Does it not feel that way? Does anyone else, anyone else watching, uh, particularly if you watch Be Live stuff, do you feel a little bit of deja vu today? Are you just feeling like, God, did we just see each other like yesterday? It feels that way, does it not? It does. It was a great celebration and conference yesterday. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Be Live's first birthday, and Rachel and I wrapped it up by doing our top 10. Well, we, we did a little tease. We did our top eight, and at mm -hmm. the end of today's show, we will uh, give you numbers two and one in our top 10 tips for uh, making... Uh, the best of be live. That's right. We uh, we're gonna save that to the end because that's how we roll. Uh, don't know <laughs> if you noticed. I mean, because we I think it was like the last two minutes of the whole day, and that's when we announced the winners of the giveaways yesterday. So that's that's just how we we do things here at Be Live. So uh, yes, and uh, please to uh, I'm always come up with new ways of saying this. Swear pinky to share. swear, pinky swear, swear to share, swear it. Not, right not like in bad language to share. You can, hey, if that gets it done, <laughs> if that gets a share made, that's okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna swear, but if you need to swear, well, I mean, you, you know, don't type in the comments or anything. We don't have a bot for that. But uh, <laughs> if you if you need to swear as you're sharing, that'll totally work because then it gets shared and it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. So, what's going on with you? What have you been doing as far as live streaming goes? Well, um, I'm I'm gonna say so. This is the top thing to not do when okay. you are doing a broadcast. Um, the top thing you should not do is forget the time zone in which you live and also forget <laughs> Look at you diving on a grenade. That wasn't necessary. I you know what uh, it's all Nobody about noticed. <laughs> it's about transparency here. I you guys know I I'm I've come clean here. I'm I'm out it I'm out here. I make sure you know. Uh, pretty much, I, I like to let you guys know when I mess up. I messed up. So uh, if you're here and you're watching, I really would like you to share this because uh, I scheduled the broadcast an hour later than it was supposed to air. We've only been doing this show how long? How long now, Russ? Five years. Uh, five no, years? this is the five, fifth episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> five Be weeks. Eli <laughs> was really under under the wraps. You Nobody knew it was out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I messed up. I scheduled it for an hour later. My guest even was like, are you sure it's this time? I said, yeah. And Ross was like, uh, hey, the show's starting an hour. Um, no, it doesn't. And so thank you for all that stuff. You guys, um, we have fixed it. And please to bring your friends and share this with them so they don't miss it. Because we have, I don't know how we keep managing to get such great broadcasters that we feature each week. But we really do. Yeah, there's a lot of talented people using the BeLive platform, and it's interesting to look through each week and see all the different ways that people are using BeLive and mm -hmm. see what we can incorporate into our own broadcasts that we didn't think about before. You know, some people using it for business, others using it just to have fun, others using it to uh, maybe build their personal brand or get mm -hmm. experience being on camera and speaking publicly and so forth. And it's just interesting to see all the different ways and all the different languages uh, people are using BeLive in. There's 
couple of shows that look really good. If I could only understand what they were saying, um, they might be candidates for the best to be live. Right? But it, until we get translations, I am afraid to pick somebody for the best to be live just based on the fact that they look like they're giving good information. <laughs> <laughs> having a good time and using the features effectively. <laughs> well, you know, let, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, one thing we saw repeatedly yesterday during the birthday bash was people prompting engagement and they were asking people, hey, comment with this in, in the comments if you think this or that. I want everyone to comment. What is one language that you wish you knew? What's one language you wish you knew right now because you think it would probably open some doors, let you access more things? Um, I'll say mine is Spanish. I actually took three years of Spanish in high school. I remember so little of it. And I've been looking at um, once I get through this next little conference season, which, which will be over shortly in the next couple of weeks, I'm planning on trying a podcast or two to learn Spanish. So, uh, Ross, how about you? Which, what's the language you'd like to learn the most? Well, I took French and Latin in high school. But when I went to Latin America, they actually don't speak Latin. They speak Spanish. So I would prefer to uh, I, I, if I had it to do over again, I definitely would have taken Spanish. And that that would be the language that I've tried to learn a little bit on my own. but not really great with languages, but that other than English, I think I'm okay with the English, but uh, I would like to learn <laughs> Spanish if I had a choice. Well, and you know, let's take a moment. Um, you're getting a bit of a, a hot seat question. You are in the seat of power, <laughs> but I bet I know what you're going to say to this, uh, which I think is, uh, you know, it's an okay question, but Michael seems to think that the headphones are dorky, <laughs> <laughs> which I I will assure you, Michael, I'm actually going to stand up for Ross a little bit. They're not dorky. Ross, I bet you have really good reasons as to why you wear headphones. Would you mind sharing with Michael as to why they're not dorky? <laughs> so what determines whether you wear a headset or not? No offense, but the headphones seem kind of dorky. Well, that's the funniest question we've had yet. Um, <laughs> I'm just about to sneeze. Okay. Say cantaloupe and look at the light. Um, I and believe since we don't have a cough button. We don't. Uh, there's nothing I can do about that, but you have to hear it. <laughs> so, so Michael, in a very respectful way, he says, um, what I'm doing is I don't, I don't like to use earbuds, which a lot of people use, um, and, and don't have quite the same like earmuff visual. Uh, but I don't really like putting anything inside my ears. So I use the headphones. It's what I used in radio for, uh, more than 10 years. It's what I'm comfortable with. So, uh, that's that's what I do. The point of having either headphones or earbuds or something like that when you're doing an interview or you have a co-host is so that their voice doesn't cycle back. Yes, cheers to you, Rachel. Uh, so the their voice doesn't cycle back through your microphone and you get that feedback and that echo and, and that kind of thing. So that's why. And I also like to hear myself. If I don't hear myself, I don't think I'm on. Um and I can monitor my microphone and everybody else um, listening to in real time. Yeah, and I, I agree. I actually, I used to just have everything kind of cycling through my speakers. But uh, for one thing, I'll just be honest, I've got kids. I've got kids around and I'm doing this broadcast. And there are times I do get on live streams that go a little blue. And or, you know, I'm on conference calls and there might be some language dropped and I really just don't need that going anywhere other than in my ear. So um, in your ear, people in your ear. <laughs> but clearly these, these big things uh, are not uh, 
I guess what would be Michael's choice. I think that's what you're referring to, right? It's the choice of the headset or headphones more so than uh, using them at all, because using them are a necessity really for this kind of a broadcast. Agreed. And and also sometimes you do get with people using no headphones, you can get the echoing and the cycles and stuff like that. So, Michael, we hope we, we've answered this question for you. As we've, we're being joined by people from Sweden, Molly Mahoney, who I cannot believe is conscious, but she is because she was running crazy yesterday, is with us, too. Um, and, and everybody's joining us. So thank you guys for being part of the broadcast and being here with us for the fifth, the fifth episode of Best of Be Live, where we're going to feature the best of be live broadcasters are we not we are and wow. we're just about at that time where we should uh, unveil our our first of two picks for this week yeah. and you know rachel has won the last three weeks i won the first week and and really looked promising and then uh <laughs> <laughs> rachel has won all three of the last three weeks uh by one vote last week by one vote last week we have to say mm -hmm. uh but you know, John Tesh was awesome, but so was Deja Vu. She was terrific, too. So it, it, that was a really fun episode. They were. And so, Ross, without further ado, why don't we hop in and let you uh, pretty much present your pick for this week's Best of Be Live, uh, who has broadcast and you found, and um, you're going to uh, tell us right now, and I will go ahead and share them into the screen. Okay, so my pick for this week, drumroll please, is... Tiffany Lee Bymaster, better known as Coach Glitter. Uh, she calls herself the Asian Barbara Walters. Uh, <laughs> she is terrific on camera. Um, she has a plan every time she comes on. Uh, she knows what she wants to accomplish. She's very business focused and she delivers her material. Um, it, it appears that she does much of what she does off the cuff without referring to notes or anything else because i can tell much the same way when i'm talking that my eyes go up like this when i'm trying to remember something i see her do the same thing so uh i love that that she really knows her stuff and that she's really confident in her ability uh to speak extemporaneously um but she's also very prepared very detail oriented um another thing that i, I really like that she does is she goes back in tweaks the description afterwards to tell you what it was about, who she had on, um, and, of course, include a call to action as well. So she she runs a program, a coaching course uh, a community called Lights Camera Branding. So her focus is on uh, branding for live video. And um, as you would expect, she's really, really good at that aspect and she uses be live very effectively um for her business yesterday um she had a guest on named sonia whalen miller and what was so effective about this is um her guest was somebody who actually went through her program so she used the interview with her guest basically as a testimonial for her program but she did a long-form interview in which she had that person speak through the process about where they are now and what they've gone on to do. And it's pretty impressive when you see somebody entered her program and then you have them on afterwards, especially during her, her big launch and sales push right now. Mm -hmm. And that person's talking about how they're getting paid to be a professional live video creator. Um, that speaks really well for 
the program. So um, it's always good to remember that interviews uh, can be used for a multitude of different reasons. But one of them, particularly for a business, is really the success journey of somebody who came to use your product or service mm-hmm. and how it turned out for them if it turned out well. I mean, if it didn't turn out well, you probably won't pick them to be the one to <laughs> interview. Um, but there's really no better testimonial, right, for your business um, or community than someone who can talk about how they succeeded using what they learned from you or purchased from you or what have you. Um, the other thing I like is she's always got the call to action in there. Um, she's talking about how at the end of the interview or throughout, she's talking about how she's closing the doors through her program on Wednesday and she puts it right in the description. So you can click right from the description, uh, of her live video, Facebook post. Um, it links right to her landing page, which she has a very sensible lights, camera, branding.com. Uh, address, which is easy to remember whether she gives it verbally on the show mm-hmm. or like or whether she, uh, you know, puts it up on on the screen or whether, you know, you click from actually uh, pinning a comment with that um, and how she brands herself also is memorable, um, mm-hmm. calling herself Coach Glitter, using the the Asian Barbara Walter thing. I think it's all. It's all very memorable. She's got the sign, uh, lights, camera, branding behind her. She's got the Coach Glitter logo that's also very clear, as you can see in the video. Um, She's got a very professional delivery and gets right into it in the beginning so that if you watch on the replay, your experience is pretty much as though you joined Mm -hmm. a live video in progress, not, you know, as Owen talked about last night, don't wait around and, you know, is anybody out there? Right. Let's wait till more people get here, all that kind of stuff. She gets right into it and, and has a very professional approach from uh, the start. Um, also, I like the way that she produces. She produces the show without losing touch with her guests and her viewers. Uh, it's just a click here and there while she's pretty much focused on the show. And, and that's because she takes kind of a minimalist approach to using the tools. She has the, the, the lower thirds branded in her color and, um, she uses that to identify herself, her guests, to put the comments on, but she's not doing a lot of, a uh, lot else there. And it's a very clean, easy to read, easy to, uh, follow approach that she takes with that. Um, and she, the other thing, the last thing I want to talk about with her is that I love the way she closes her broadcast by telling you what's coming up next. Tomorrow I'll be on at 4.30. I'll be talking about XYZ. Join us to learn this, and it's going to be fun, and we'll see you then. So that's really a professional way to close the broadcast by not only knowing what's next, but why people should tune in and what time it is, what day it is, where they can find it, all that essential information. So uh, I'm very impressed with what Tiffany does. It's Tiffany Lee, by master, better known as Coach Glitter, and she's my uh, nominee for Best of Be Live this week. Excellent, Ross. Uh, I have to say I have come across uh, Tiffany's broadcast with Coach Glitter, and, um, you know, I – it's so cool, too, because I know you and I do come across some of the same broadcasts, and sometimes we're like, well, I'm going to pick that one, and I'm going to pick that one. And I have seen um, Tiffany, and you're right. She really does have the branding down. And you guys, not everybody can do branding naturally. Uh, 
I'm, I'm just, I'm not saying I can do it either. Uh, I think that some people just have a knack for it. Um, she really does coordinate everything. And it's probably because I've just never been, I, I've never been a big fashionista or, you know, like, oh, I'm going to make things match and, you know, socks match this and whatever. Uh, but she really you mean, does. like my, my fancy background here. Your background is so amazing. Um, <laughs> and my lipstick matches the pink streamers behind me. Maybe. Sure. Um, but no, Tiffany really does. I mean, she takes it to the nth degree where she even, you know, her, her glass frames match her lipstick and they match yeah. something else. I, I know I brought that up in one of my prior picks to Pete Cohen, how there's just that, that uh, synchronous color. She really uses her space to do that. But um, I also, I do appreciate what you said too about her really connecting. Uh, she's got fabulous eye contact. Um, mm. She re And when I say eye contact, guys, I'm not looking at Ross on my screen. I'm looking at my camera, eyes up live streamers. And she really does keep her, her focus on that camera in spite of producing everything on the side. So, and, and to your point, uh, that minimalist approach can really help with that. So I really dig that she does that too. And, and uh, I know you've said too, her business acumen, you alluded to it a little bit earlier about why some people live stream. She's very much uh, focused on, um, that and and developing her business and her brand and her um, her clients and yeah. uh, she really not uses shy about it at all. She's <laughs> no. telling and that's but she's also there to she's also providing value in in all her live streams as she talks about her area of subject matter expertise. So that's you know mm -hmm. on one hand she's here to sell, on the other hand she's here to help people. But she's not shy about either aspect of it and. Yeah. That's how she's able to get business from from her live streaming, and and we applaud that. That's one of the great uses of Be Live is seeing people actually using this platform for business and making money from it. So that's that's tremendous, right? And it, we even had a few people, at least a few people, yesterday throughout the day comment on you need to remember your why. Why are you going live? Why are you hitting pushing play? Um, why are you spending time on this? And uh, like we said, there's anybody who could just hop on and like, I'm just going to eat, eat chips and let you watch uh, while I go live or you get on very intentionally and you're trying to do something. Um, and so I, I appreciate that we see that from her. And it is it's good inspiration for all of us for whatever reason you're going live. Um, you know, if you're doing music, if you're doing uh, doing the recap of a sports game, if you're talking to friends or about serious issues or fun issues, know why you're doing it. So I like your pick, Russ. I'm going to say. Good luck with that. Good luck with your pick, yes. everybody. That was Ross's pick. You need to remember it. And it's good to see uh, a couple of our winners from last night that we announced. Tim Longwell and Robert Myers are here. Welcome, guys. Uh, Chantel is here. Of course, Yay. Michael, who asked the tough questions earlier. <laughs> Molly, our good friend and uh, Be Live host. Uh, John is here. Jacqueline. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. If you haven't done so, Please do share this out. Let people know that we are here and we have uh, another pick to go and a great guest coming up in the second half hour. And if you've already shared it, there's no penalty. Go ahead and share it again if you would like to. If you would like to. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. And, and again, swear if you need to swear while you share. It's totally fine. <laughs> Nobody's going to judge here. We can't hear you anyway. It's okay. Darn them. Darn You're, them. But I'm going to share it anyway. Darn, this is a really good flipping broadcast. <laughs> well, speaking of good flipping broadcasts, it's my turn, isn't it? It is. 
All right. Um, I am quite pleased to uh, to focus on Nikki Woods, and she is uh, an awesome broadcaster. I've come across her before, and I had her in my in my um, my list of people. I was like, oh, I need to. I'm going to try to work her in. I think I'm going to do it. And so I was really pleased that she's able to come on and share about our broadcast tonight. But one thing that's really jumped out to me about Nikki is that she um, and I love this guys. She really is not afraid of of what might be touchy topics. Um, and when we're talking about relationships and, and what people are, how they're experiencing their lives and, and ways that they're living their lives or, or, or advice, um, there, there are just a few topics in our lives where you can really get on people's hot button. I mean, it's politics, it's religion, and then relationships, right? And um, everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got a personal experience. And what I love about Nikki is that she skates into that fearlessly um her broadcast and i, I i'm showing uh, the reel there from i think her most recent one but she's uh, i've seen a couple more in the background and she does touch on some topics where some people might be like what how you know how is that person living that way or i can't believe that and but she's really bringing their experience to the forefront and it can be really scary as a broadcaster to tackle some of those topics now you do it, uh, there's some benefit to it because people are more likely to engage with it. They want to come and it, I, I cannot believe what that person might say or what their experience might be. I need to know. Um, and then, of course, Facebook being the uh, the um, playground that it is for when people just start, you know, coming you know, with their opinions and stuff and comments. But I have to say she just she um, navigates it flawlessly. She's got a great audience that just comes in there and and wants to you know give their own opinions as they're responding to what her guest is saying or sharing. Um, and she really does go uh, in any direction she needs to to say, well, let me have you know this guest who's got you know a lifestyle or experience that might be a little controversial. Here's another one with a totally different experience. So. Um, I really like that. That takes some daring and not everybody's going to do that. Not everybody's going to feel like they can do that with their broadcast and kind of, you know, let's take a risk and talk and it might get a little muddy in here and it's totally fine. Um, so I really appreciate that she does that. Um, I'm also a huge fan that she uses the tech. Um, I, I don't see a ton of uh, people do this and I actually saw, we just noticed it even on your, um, uh, the caption that we showed earlier. You guys know when we all share these links out. Hey, you can come in and be my guest on Be Live, or hey, you can go visit this uh, landing page on my website, or or do this or do that. And we always put the really long web web addresses. <laughs> we just really we love all those slashes. Just just paste it right in there. It's fast. But I like that uh, Nikki uses the tech that's out there. If you guys aren't familiar with link shorteners. They're amazing, um, and you can do so much with them. Plus, you can track them, and she she provides that throughout her broadcast. Um, again, going with a bit of a minimalist approach because the focus is on her guest and the topic and the discussion. But she does say, "Hey, let's take you. Know, I want you to focus on this and take as little time off uh, of focusing that as possible. Here's a short link you can follow to get." here um she also incorporates you know co incorporates a call to action where she's like hey if you want to uh, get on a giveaway i'm doing or visit some more information and things like that she does include that doesn't dwell on it i mean i don't feel like you don't feel like you're getting sold to the whole time that can get a little old on some broadcasts we're like yes right. i got you i heard you yeah. it's fine you want me to go download this and then you have my email and forever and on but um, I like that she just kind of sprinkles it in and says, hey, by the way, go click this and you guys can get some more information. And now we're back to the back to the guest at hand. So I really like that she uses that. And um, 
And and just uh, again, conversational. I I think that this and hey now, Jeff. Speaking of conversational, it's the Jeff Adams. <laughs> um, but you, I feel like this is a lost art. Um, you can get so produced, you can get so um, formatted into your broadcast. We've got these lovely agendas we can set up in in Be Live. We've got show notes. We've got things that we want to make sure we cover. Um, but you really, if you focus so much on that, you can really lose the conversationalism. And I love that Nikki maintains that. You really do feel like you're kind of sitting on couches in a living room with her, talking with her and her guest. And hey, and there's some people here in the comments too. It's very relaxed and, and easy and you don't feel rushed. You don't feel pressured. You don't feel like it's, again, overproduced or, or you know, or even... Uh, you know, uh, contrived. You don't feel any of that. I, I like what she does. I like that she has built this tribe and this this following of people who care about uh, the guests that she brings on, the topics she's able to cover with that. So um, I'm digging it. I like her a lot. I love what, I love what she does. Um, I, I she's got some great. I mean, great numbers too. I mean, if you want to look at that too, sometimes I mean, sometimes that is a great gauge as well. But she's she's got a dedicated following and people who really tune in. So uh, overall, I am I'm liking my pick this week, Nikki Woods, and she's got an amazing show that. Uh, you really can't take your eyeballs off of because like, I must hear more, <laughs> right? Right, right. And uh, I'll just let you know that I do not have access to the agenda feature on my end, so that's why I wasn't trying uh, to sabotage you. If you'd like to throw up uh, a lower third there. Or, I will. Uh, if you, and what, what, do you have any comments on Nikki? Yes, uh, I was going to do that while you were doing that. Okay, uh, go, go for it. So, I will let you. Uh, one of the things that I, I look at is, um, guess we want to take the best, that we can learn from TV or from radio. Um, but ultimately, I love seeing people do things that TV or radio really either can't do, don't do, or can't do well. And you talked about the conversational nature, the ability to sort of let the viewer into the discussion in a way that TV especially can't do because it's fast, fast, fast. You have a guest on, you yell at them, they yell at you, a few questions, and it's over, right? Even... Even the big interview, we're going to have a long discussion or whatever. It turns out to be like 10, 15 minutes. And I, I love how um, Nikki's really able to uh, go on, go into things on a, on a deeper level because mm -hmm. she has the time. And really, she wouldn't be able to do that in a different in a different format where there were interruptions and commercials and a break for the news and a <laughs> sounder and all, all that kind of stuff. So um, I love that. I love the minimalist approach. I love the eye contact and mm -hmm. relating to the audience. Um, I think it's a, it's an excellent choice and uh, one that I, I would, would have been happy to make myself. If you <laughs> but I got there first. I oh, snuck yeah. right in there. Well, and, I, and it, it is, it's a lost art. It's, it's hard to do. I mean, one thing I like that she does is she keeps up reaction shots. So she's, uh, she keeps it on split screen. So you've got her guest and you've got her right. the whole time. And, you know, we, obviously we can play around with shots here in, uh, in be live and put people up solo, but I like that she makes herself included in the whole thing. Um, you know, she, she never leaves it like, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, go take care of stuff and not even pay attention. No, she's locked in. And so I, I really appreciate that again, bold moves, I think. And, uh, you know, the confidence of being able to do that, not everybody's going to have. And so something we can all strive for, I think, um, and get better because, you know, going live can be a scary, I always say it's a scary prospect. Um, it right. can be a little intimidating, but 
she's 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 real comfortable in her medium and i really i really like that about about her show so yeah it's her show and she owns it and that's that's part of staying on the screen um there's nothing wrong with putting your guest on full screen or taking your guest off completely um or taking yourself off completely for time but um mm -hmm. it shouldn't be because you're you're you, you don't want to stay on camera too long right right <laughs> and, and nikki owns it it's her show and and i love how she does that and how she takes ownership of the show that's right so with that um i believe we both recap both of our votes we're gonna or both of our picks rather and it is time to vote ladies and gentlemen the moment you've all been waiting for you live viewers <laughs> you've been waiting right everybody's been waiting they're like Everybody. yes i'm waiting yes. what do i do what do i do <laughs> at the edge of their seats that's right <laughs> trying not to fall off with <laughs> so it's really easy it's really easy guys so if you like after assessing both picks this week if you like ross's pick all you got to do is type ross in a comment that's all do it once you can share as many times as you like <laughs> vote once we have voting rules here strict voting rules um, and then if you like my pick, uh, you can type Rachel in the comment and then we will count these up at the end of the show. I already see one for me. I'm so Aww. excited. Uh, it's been close, though. We've had it down to like one vote uh, most of our episodes. And, and there now we go. we're tied. So now we're tied. Don't so, celebrate too early. I won't. I won't. Uh, so we're going <laughs> to let you guys vote as we continue. But here's what we also do is we have a little segment called Hear from the Host. Um, and now. Ross, I, I'll let you explain too that obviously we have a specific time for the show. Sometimes we can't always, I, I've been there, can't always get our guest on, right? That's right. Tiffany just finished up a live and now she's doing a shoot to uh, promote her launch or whatever. So we can't really, can't really uh, be disappointed in somebody who's doing more video, right? Who's doing more. <laughs> more than us anyway. Than, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if all the reasons somebody can't come on because they have a show or they're doing a video show, shoot for their business or whatever it is, um, we kind of like that they're, they're doing mm -hmm. their thing. But, um, we're great. We're glad we can spend some extra time with Nikki Woods today. So that's, that works out well too. Well, why don't we go ahead and bring Nikki on? So, Nikki, I'm going to go ahead and bring you into the upper deck of, I like calling it the upper deck because that's deck. what it looks like to me. <laughs> but, uh, Nikki, thank you for joining us this evening, and uh, thank you for all the hoopla. I know I was <laughs> exchanging links with you. I'm like, I am. I need more coffee. So thanks for being here. <laughs> oh, no, I am super excited to be here and honored that my uh, one of my shows was chosen. Yeah. Uh, well, it yeah, it was, it was, I have had my eye, I've had my eye on you for a few weeks now. And obviously the show's, you know, still, still just getting started, but there are so many um, shows that we do see, but I was, I was really intrigued and I'm not going to lie. Uh, I think what jumped out to me first about one of your shows was it was a, the, the subject of the topic was like, what? Um, and it was a bit, you know, like, oh my gosh, I got to, it totally would be something that I would right. like, oh my, let me land on that on TV. Um, how do you, how do you decide your topics for each week? Cause it's very much focuses on relationships and, and current things going on. How do you decide on that stuff? Well, I mean, it's interesting. I, I didn't, I don't know if you knew this or not, but I was in radio for 20 years before I resigned for my last uh, job in September. And so be live has really been an opportunity for me to continue to do what I love, which is communicating and having conversation without, as Ross said, all the constraints that come with radio. Mm 
<laughs> and so, you know, my idea was really that, you know, we wanted to be comfortable. I wanted it to be relaxed. I wanted it to stretch out. I really wanted to, um, to, you know, go beneath the surface and really have what I say are the conversations that matter. Mm-hmm. And so one of the broadcasts that you you caught is called the it's part of the After Dark series. Yeah. And so I really do talk about the things that everybody asked about, but nobody wants to really have the conversation about. And so mm-hmm. it's just been really fun for me. Um, I usually do about two shows a week and one of them is is more focused on um, business. I mean, I have mm-hmm. my own company now and I uh, work with, you know, media coaching and strategizing and training. And so. Um, you know, I do have a, a business focus, too, but I really do love the, the after dark conversations. I learn a lot. I would imagine. Well, and, and again, I it, it's such a an interesting time and an interesting way to navigate. I, gosh, we all know Facebook can get just darn, downright ugly. <laughs> Yes. When people want to get all opinionated and, you know, and people will be so bold from across a screen, you know, where you can't see them and they just computer. have a keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the most controversial topic you think you've ever covered or one that even if it's not controversial, just one that got the most engagement? Everybody's like, I have to have a piece of this. Um, well, we talked about in, in light of the Harvey Weinstein situation, mm-hmm. we did talk about that, the hashtag me too, um, you know, topic and, um, and, and that gets controversial. I mean, I've been in that situation. Um, I think that, you know, most people um, have had something inappropriate, you know, if not, you know, mm-hmm. gone further than that. And so I think we can relate. And I think it's a high passion topic. But I think that if we don't talk about it, um, then we give permission for those kinds of things to continue. I think yeah. the more light we shed on it, the easier it is for other people to share their stories. Um, yeah. And it, it deters a lot of people. Um, unfortunately, you know, in this, this, this Harvey Weinstein situation, it's just, I mean, it's, it's deplorable. Yeah. Um, but we have to keep talking about it. We have to keep, you know, raising our voices so that we can prevent it from happening to other people going forward. Agreed. And, and I, again, I, it's, it's a choice every broadcaster can make. Um, they can obviously choose to, to not go for serious stuff. They want to go for lighthearted. It's totally fine. But, um, I agree. I mean, there are broadcasters, live streamers who, um, feel empowered to say, no, I, I feel like I can create a forum where this discussion can take place. It's going to get messy. Uh, mm-hmm. But hey, life is messy. And so, <laughs> you know, and I love that part. And I'm sure your your audience kind of digs it, too, because, you know, we could all watch The View or we could watch late night television or watch right. soap operas. I mean, we could watch anything, but we just don't have that way to tap into the broadcast like we do here on Facebook Live, plus the darn accessibility of it. I just, I didn't swear, kind of close. The darn accessibility of it, but <laughs> we're all able to, t- to, to get in on it and, and then watch the replay and still engage with it. So um, how, yeah, how, how do you find the, the medium to be different from your days at radio? So you've got live streaming versus radio. What, what are the benefits of live streaming over that? Well, you have to actually comb your hair and get, <laughs> put real clothes on. I started out in television and, and one of the biggest, um, you know, things that I had a, an issue with was, you know, having to look a, a certain way presentable mm-hmm. um, and just people being so focused on the physical. Yeah. And so especially for women, I think I think men, Ross, get away with a lot when it comes to, mm-hmm. to that sort of thing. Um, and so I loved radio that you really could just, um, you know, they, you, they hear the sound of your voice. It's such an intimate form of communication. Yeah. Um, and so going back to the whole visual has, has been quite a transition for me. Um, but since I do work from home now, you know, I would be in yoga pants and a tank top like all the time. So at least now <laughs> I have to get, you know, sort of presentable. 
Right. Um, so I really, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy the fact that, you know, people can watch it and comment on it. Um, I think one of the things that I've really had to be um, focused on is not being judgmental when you do do the hard topics um, and really, you know, looking at people from, you know, having their own unique perspective and their own unique opinions um, and whether or not I agree with them. I don't think is, is it's my place to um, to really um, point that out or, or you know, be right. harsh with somebody. I mean, I think that, you know, conversation you know starts with, with not being judgmental um, mm -hmm. so that people can really voice their opinion. Um, and, you know, you can come to an agreement or you can agree to disagree, but at least, you know, we've started having a conversation. Exactly. Ross, how about you? Uh, any any comments or questions for, for Nikki? Yeah. So tell us what you did when you worked in radio, what kind of content, you know, you delivered and, and what your experience was like. Well, so I started out in news um, and then I moved into urban formatted. So I worked in uh, Boston for a for a very short time. I wasn't a big Boston fan. Um, and then I moved to Chicago. I was in Chicago for 10 years and hosted the morning show um, there on the urban station, WGCI. And then for the last eight years before I resigned, um, I was the executive producer and on-air contributor for the Tom Joyner morning show. So it was a nationally syndicated uh, urban morning show. Um, and I, I loved it. I mean, I loved every aspect of radio except, you know, getting up at two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Oh, every time. Oh. But I've done mornings my entire career. So for 20 years. So it's wow. interesting trying to sleep in now. Yeah. Wow. That takes a toll, doesn't it? It does. It really does. And, you know, when you try to factor in family, children, uh, you know, friends, um, it really was, you know, quite a sacrifice for that. And so as much as I loved radio, um, I really had to make a different decision um, for my children, especially. But yeah. uh, Be Live has provided a you know a great alternative for me to still do what I love, which is communicate and, and share information and, and engage, mm -hmm. um, but also do it on my terms. So it is it is a phenomenal solution for me. When it comes to tackling tough subjects, did you think in the beginning, well, if I want to go back into radio or I want to apply for a job doing something in the corporate world or whatever that, you know, well, maybe some people won't like that or, you know, maybe I need to be more just you know, talk about some safe subject or whatever, because certainly that's that's something a lot of people think about when they when they live stream is how do they stay in territory that won't you know, right. won't hurt their career or whatever. Obviously, if you can make a living doing, you know, talk about controversial subjects or you can make a living, you know, being crazy or silly or whatever, right. that's that's fine. But as long as you need somebody else's uh, paycheck, you have to uh, <laughs> right. you have to think about the ramifications of what you do on live video because it's out there forever. So how did you kind of balance that? Well, I think that I've, my role has always been the voice of reason. Um, you know, as it is for the female in most morning show situations, I, you know, I'm like the mom, you know, the, the big sister, all of that. Um, but I think that most people, you know, they appreciate and they connect with, um, you know, people who are authentic and transparent. Mm -hmm. And so that's really like how I've just kind of approached this, you know, this whole career. I mean, yeah. I think being in radio or entertainment in general, I mean, you tend to develop a, a thick skin. So, you know, people don't always agree with me. And, and I get that. Um, and people can be mean. I get that, too. Um, and so I, I don't know if I'm necessarily as controversial 
as I am open to having conversations about mm-hmm. difficult subjects. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a little bit different. And, and I really don't worry about, um, you know, who's going to accept it and who's not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that most people, um, you know, like I said, they appreciate you being authentic and advertisers. Yeah. You know, some people might have a, an issue with it if I ever go back in the mainstream radio, but um, I'm really happy doing what I do now. Like I said, you know, you get that itch to go back and then I get on, you know, be live and it's gone. You know, yeah. I go back to doing what I do. So uh, I'm not too concerned about it right now. Yeah, it's a great way to scratch that itch going on yeah. uh, Be yeah. Live. I, I thought when I left radio, I was never going to like do any broadcasting again because I just had I had other interests and I wanted to right. pursue them. And yeah. um, when I found Blab and now using Be Live, I, it really is to me a lot like doing radio, except I can do it on my own time, on my own schedule, Absolutely. how I want without anybody else you know doing the wrap-up side (laughs) like right if i want to go for two hours i can go for two hours if i don't want to go at all today i don't have to go at all today um uh when you when you were on the tom joiner morning show what was that like i probably listened to you and just didn't know you know it was you because you know um i right now i think he's not on in this market or at least not uh not on the station that he was very prominent on in the new york market at one time there's a different host who's also very well known and has lots of tv shows who's taken over that spot um but before (laughs) that before that uh he was a, a mainstay in this market and just about every other market that I I've lived in. So I may have even listened to you and just not know, not just not known it. You probably did. And interestingly enough, I tell people, I mean, Tom has been doing radio, you know, since before I've been alive. So he's been uh, on the air. He hates when I say that, but it's the truth. Uh, <laughs> um, but he announced his retirement today. He announced that. Really? Yeah, he announced it today that he's wow. been retiring in two years. So. I was a little sad about that, but really grateful that I, you know, was a small piece of um, that amazing history that he has created. Um, mm-hmm. He's still on in, in more than a hundred markets. He still has more than seven million listeners, so he's still he's still rolling. But I mean, mm-hmm. I think at this point he wants to uh, pass the torch to somebody else, and I, I respect him for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I learned a lot. It was um, a great, you know, great experience. I did things I would have never gotten the chance to do. And interestingly enough, one of the most exciting things, I was in Chicago when um, President Barack Obama ran for state senator. So I, I knew him and, um, you know, the first lady really well. And wow. he ran the year that I went and transitioned to Tom. So then I got to, um, you know, be involved on that level as he ran for the presidential um, you know, the, the seat for the presidency. And I actually got to take my children and my parents to the White House um, one wow. year so that they could all meet them. So that's like the highlight. So there are things that I have been able to do because of radio um, mm-hmm. and because of Tom and just, you know, how he believed in community and, and really getting behind causes. Um, so radio mm-hmm. had you know, it's been amazing to me uh, and my family. It really was a great ride. Yeah. Do you schedule your topics ahead? Like if I were to ask you now, what what's the next mm-hmm. big topic mm-hmm. you're going to take on? Do you know or do you get up that day and say what's happening or what moves me to, to talk about? Well, I do get up on some days and, you know, I'll do like a Facebook live and I'll bring mm-hmm. people in. Um, mm-hmm. But for B Live, I mean, I'm I'm still a producer, <laughs> right, <laughs> so right, right. I still, you know, write my little notes and I still, you know, I still do things. Um, I like that it's relaxed. I like that we can spend time, but. Um, I also still believe in setting appointments, you know, with your listeners so that they can definitely tune right, in right. and, and kind of count that you're going to be there. 
Um, yeah. So I, I do have, you know, sort of formal um, routine for, for the be live interviews, but um, mm-hmm. I do like to pop on just every once in a while and see what, see what people are doing and see oh. what they're talking about. <laughs> You're welcome to tease an upcoming show or guest if you'd like. <laughs> well, actually, I'm going live tonight for an After Dark conversation tonight oh, wow. at 9.30. Wow. And I'm going to be talking to uh, Veronica Poonash, who uh, was uh, the host of TLC, She's in Charge. Wow. Um, she got uh, she came to fame. She did a, a video about not going into the shark's house because, you know, everybody was kind of getting eaten by sharks. And so she right, was like, right. it's kind of silly to keep going to the beach if you're going to be eaten by a shark. And she got like 20 million views. Wow. And so she got the show. And so we're going to be talking. She has a common sense campaign um, in relationships and in raising children. We're going to talk more about um, how we can just be more uh, sensible and use our common sense. Uh, tonight. Right. Yeah. Common sense isn't always common. <laughs> no, it's not. Especially not on Facebook. <laughs> no. Oh, yes. Well, Nikki, thank you so much for, for spending time with us tonight. And um, you, thank you for being on the show. And thank you for a wonderful broadcast and the way you use Be Live. Um, it's been awesome. And uh, best of luck to you because you're my pick. And I, I'm really excited. And thank you so much for joining us this evening and sharing such great insights. No, thank you to you, too. And I, I mean, I was fascinated. Coach Glitter really had a lot of <laughs> positive things going on. And I picked up a couple of tips about branding, too. So <laughs> going forward so i was in great company with you guys and with coach glitter so i just thank you for uh, allowing me to have this opportunity wow thanks for joining us we really appreciate it thank you bye guys bye, bye. all right oh it's gonna it's gonna be a tough one you know and ross have you noticed that we 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 seem to be picking a lot of the radio pros do we not yeah, there seems to be something about doing radio that lends itself very well to doing be live and live streaming and yeah. Could it be the fact that, you know, there aren't seven cameras and we're not, you know, bringing in clips from all over the world and everything, but it's basically about like radio. It's about the conversation. It's why mm-hmm. most be live shows you can, you know, listen in another browser while you're working. You can listen yeah. on the go as long as you have cell or Wi-Fi or whatever. Um, and you still get the benefit from the conversation and from the insights being shared and just enjoy being part of that community, even if it's at a time when you're not active in the chat, which of yeah. course we love. We love are active in the chat and please do vote. If you haven't voted yet, uh, you can vote for Ross or you can vote for Rachel. It's, <laughs> it's one or the other. Yes, Rachel. Thank you for uh, guiding voters to. There well, you go. <laughs> well, I'm just waiting for Jeff to write boss and Ross because he always does that. But, um, <laughs> and just just to be clear, everybody, so you can watch the replay. If you want, go watch the replay right now and then you come in. But only live voters can vote and get counted for who's going to win and walk away this week with the actual best of overall be live this week. Um, but if you type in Ross, you're going to be voting for Coach Glitter and her broadcast, which he he highlighted earlier and what was it's tiffany tiffany lee bymaster coach glitter thank you coach glitter and she likes camera branding likes <laughs> camera branding and then if you type in rachel in your comment and if you've already done this if you already voted don't vote again we don't want to get confused i can only mm-hmm. math so well uh but type in rachel and then that'll be voting for nikki woods who uh we just had on and had a wonderful conversation with and this is why i gotta tell you russ this is one probably the biggest reason I love live streaming is because you just meet people you never would have had the opportunity to talk to before, right? 
Yeah, and it's it's so interesting to find out people who've made a mark in broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Last week we talked to, you know, of course, John Tesh, and we talked to Deja Vu, who's an afternoon drive host in New York City. And so you're, you're talking about people who really have reached the pinnacle of broadcasting, and they're using this platform. Brad, it was me. I won last week and the week before. <laughs> Not that that should impact your vote not, at all. Not that, not that anybody's keeping track, but uh, not, Rachel did win the last three weeks. Well, so. and let's be clear. My picks won. It's not, <laughs> I don't get anything. I get nothing. We, we, it's not like we get like, ooh, well, Rachel gets a bonus or anything. No. <laughs> I mean, that would be neat. Could you imagine that? <laughs> be like, yes. <laughs> I, I would probably watch how you're counting the votes a little more carefully. <laughs> it's well, the more viewers we get, the more votes it gets a little tougher. But um, did Rachel plan to load the vote by chance? No, I don't no. load votes. I don't no, load no. votes. And and let's be clear, uh, we we've had a, a few couple weeks where my my pick was not able to join us. We get it. We are at a certain time of day on a certain day, and mm. a lot of you broadcasters out there, you actually have more going on. <laughs> than just your one broadcast that we're talking about. Uh, Nikki talked about she's got two live streams. Tiffany's got like video shoots and live streams. And we often run into people who've got their multitasking. They have multiple uh, things that they're doing. So it makes sense. We're not always going to have our guests be able to join us. That's right. And at some point, we'll we'll bring back some people who we've chosen. If they weren't able to join us, we'll bring them on anyway for a segment and you'll get to hear from them because it's always interesting to find out what motivates them to do what they do and how they got to be the best of be live right what got them there so um the two choices uh, again are nikki woods that is rachel's choice my choice is coach glitter tiffany lee bymaster of lights camera branding mm-hmm. and um, again, we're seeing so many different interesting ways people are using the platform from Tiffany, mm-hmm. who's, uh, the show is very business focused. It's very much about, uh, providing information to her community and upselling to, uh, a program. Mm-hmm. And for, for Nikki, although she has a business focused broadcast, you were looking at more of her after dark broadcasts we talked about. And that's where she gets into subjects that most people don't get into on live streaming and there's always an advantage if you go into territory where people are afraid to tread right yeah you're good at it and you can do it in a way that doesn't kill your personal brand right you you can do it and maintain that as well and and not hurt yourself business wise and and nikki really understands how to walk that line um then then you can say that um you know that's 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 good territory, right? I don't yeah. know uh, any other better way to put it, right? You know, it's you know, um, but there's also people who are doing things that you see on TV or you mm-hmm. hear from radio, um, and just the freeness of the the be live. I don't know if that's a word, freeness. The f- yeah, go with it. Let's, Let's go with it. The freeness. Uh, it'll be in the dictionary if we all say it a lot <laughs> over the next yeah. several years. Urban like, dictionary. Yes. Uh, uh, the freedom that you have on this platform where you don't have commercials and breaks mm-hmm. and you don't have to stop for the news and the weather and the sports and the, you know, um, it, it allows you to explore these things in a depth like Nikki mm-hmm. does that you can't do in a, in a radio show with 
four minute breaks and and all the different segments and reads and and stuff you have to do. So um, it, I, I think it's fun for somebody like Nikki. I know for me, I, I just love the freedom of being able to talk about what I want to talk about and take it to whatever length mm-hmm. I want to take it. I don't necessarily go through subjects that people would define as being controversial, but still having that freedom to do a show without having to interrupt it unless mm-hmm. I want to interrupt it is <laughs> is nice. And of course, you know, there's many ways with Be Live. We can do native advertising. You can put something on a lower right. third or you can have your call to action there. And you don't have to necessarily disrupt the conversation in order to get that out there and in front mm-hmm. of yours. Which, you know, Ross, let's do this. Um, you're actually helping me segue right into what we had teased out yesterday. The last two ways that you can be the best at being live. This was, We wrapped up the big birthday bash for Be Live. They turned one yesterday. If you missed mm. it, uh, you've got about 10 hours of live streaming to go watch. Go, go do that later. <laughs> uh, but... Ross and I wrapped up the day with a top 10 list of the, of the best ways you can go, you can be live. And Hmm. we did eight of them. We left two of them for tonight's show. And so why don't I do number two and then you're number one, you're number one. Um, and while you're doing number one, I'll count the votes, but, um, okay. You really did. You opened the door for me here. So number two, and this, I, this is why I love Nikki so much. Number two, the best way at being live, have a conversation, not so much a production. Um, this is not TV. This is, I mean, you, people can make it as much TV as they want. They can, but it's not. It's, it's social media plus live video. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are sharing. They're engaging. They want their opinions seen on the screen. They want them heard. They want to interact. So it is, it's a conversation. Now, be live gives us wonderful platform and, and, and capabilities to make it very produced and look awesome. Okay. But it is about a conversation. And that's my point that the best way that you can be live is to have a conversation. If you're, even if it's just you, you're doing the solo broadcast, right. you, can t- you can talk to your viewers. Be, be, it's just imagine they're sitting at coffee across from you and you're texting each other and you're just responding with your voice. It's a conversation. So that's my biggest way that, again, I think Nikki uh, just really exemplifies in her broadcast is that she has a conversation and there's obviously she's got production chops. She knows what she's doing, but in the <laughs> end, at the end of the day, it's, it's a discussion. So that would be my point number two. And that's why, while there are some aspects of it that are an advantage coming from a background, obviously, in, in broadcasting, it isn't enough to just be a broadcaster and come to this if you're used to casting out, right? If you're used to right. just just pushing material one way. There's the social media. It's part broadcasting, it's part social media, and it's a little bit of tech, right? And you yep. put it all together. Um, so just as somebody coming from social media isn't necessarily going to be great at this neither is somebody from broadcasting unless they understand the social side and the engagement side and how that all fits together and of course um if you can do it well a platform like be live gives you the best tools to use um we love more than anything at least i do i'm sure you do as well the ability to put the comments on the screen that is the difference maker right there it Um, really is and so if you're ready, I'll, I'll go ahead with uh, go number it. one in our top 10. 
What is number one, Russ? It's interviews as testimonials. Uh, mm-hmm. Tiffany Lee Bymaster, Coach Glitter, does that so well. It's it's a great opportunity when you have a platform like this and you're a business owner or you provide a, a service or a business, a product, whatever it is that you do. Uh, you can have somebody on who has used your product or service, who's seen re- good results from it, and talk to them, interview them about where they were when before they started, <laughs> where they are now, what they've accomplished, how it's worked for them, um, and the unscripted nature of it. Really, um, just just look at interviewing as another form of storytelling because that's what it is, and you get to sort of direct it as the interviewer. Um, so it's a very very powerful uh, form of a testimonial, really that. Uh, a lot of people haven't thought about doing. And by the way, the same thing works for your employees as well. People love get, let, getting to know the people who they're who are going to greet them in the store or, you know, who are mm-hmm. going to be working with them on your team or what have you. And also they're the employee success journey becomes a success journey for uh, potential future employees. So if you need, if you need, when you need to recruit employees, it's very valuable for those people to see how your employees have grown and they've mm-hmm. succeeded, what they've learned. And, you know, they started in the mailroom and now they're uh, managing a multi-billion dollar company or whatever the, whatever the success story is, right? If mm-hmm. you air that in an interview with that person, you not only make your employee feel like a million dollars, but you're selling somebody else on why they should work for you. So it works. It works whether it's an employee, whether it's a customer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great interviews are a great way to tell the story in a way that isn't a press release or a rehearsed video or something like that. It just seems very real and yeah. very true. And if you select the right person, you even have a that much better chance of succeeding. <laughs> Well, really, it's it's you guys reviews, online reviews are huge. Uh, I think it's six out of 10 online purchases are made after people look at reviews. And when you've got an interview success story, it's basically a review uh, in in a person. So you might as well go for it. I love that point. So Barb, just uh, and anyone recapping uh, were the last two points. Number two was. Make sure it's a conversation, not so much a big highfalutin production. Be real. And then, Ross, your point, number one. Interviews can be testimonials. Yes. I'm sorry. I think I let's. I, I don't know that I said that right. So, number one, interviews can be testimonials. Ta-da. See, look at that. I used to be hey, live. Hey, that was one. quick. Look at how quickly you can get that up producing I'm, on the fly. I'm a fast typist. I am and very fast. Let's say a quick hello to some people who've joined us. Uh, Barb is here. B. Smith. Welcome. Kevin Black. Myrna. Tim Longwell. Great to see you. Brad Friedman. Uh, thanks, everybody. Natalie Graves Tucker. Fernando. Uh, Steph. Everybody, thanks so much for joining us. If you haven't had a chance to do it, please do share this out and uh, let people know it was so great talking with Nikki Woods today and talking about Tiffany Lee Bymaster or better known as Coach Glitter from Lights Camera Branding. (laughs) Lights Camera Branding. Do we have a winner, Rachel? (laughs) Well... We Tell them what they won, Rachel. uh, Tell them what they won. They win the best to be live. You know what? Uh, if If I count the votes accurately based on who said they were voting... We are at a dead-on tie. Uh-oh. It was, 
Yes, it was equal parts people voting for Coach Glitter via Ross and people voting for Nikki Woods via myself. We actually have our first tie here on Best of Be Live. So we had two broadcasts this week that were the best of Be Live. And that, my friends, is just how it happened. So that's all based on your live votes. Thank you guys so much for opining and letting us know what you thought. You Obviously, it was a tough choice because we're bringing the quality to the show. Yeah, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. And uh, we'd love to know what you think of the show, what you think of the format, what you like. Uh, if there's something you would like to see or something you'd like better, don't don't hesitate to uh, drop a comment and, and let us know. Uh, we love to hear from you. And if you would like to nominate yourself or someone else, put nominate in the chat and we will send you uh, the ability to do that. Tell them how it works, Rachel. So, uh, again, it's a bot. Yeah, it is a bot. It's it's Molly Bot. Molly Bot, um, which is also otherwise known as Molly Mahoney, and she is a whiz at at chatbots. If you want to know how to do chatbots for Facebook, go talk to Molly Mahoney. But she has set this up where we, if you type in nominate in a comment, you'll get a message uh, with a form saying, okay, here's how you submit a show. It could be your own or it could be one that you just love uh, to submit it to be considered for the best of be live. Uh, so just type in nominate and you'll get that via a Facebook messenger, which is amazing. And a, a Facebook messenger is the awesomest way to do it. And again, thank you guys so much. Uh, we love this show. We love featuring you guys as be livers and just learning and about and meeting amazing broadcasters. It's a lot of fun and it's great doing this with you every week, Rachel. And, uh, can't wait to be back next week, 8 PM Eastern Tuesday night. Be here. <laughs> It is 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Eastern. (laughs) Not what Rachel said, where it was 9 p.m. No, No, 8 p.m. Eastern. And we'll be here next week and every Tuesday with the best to be live with Ross and Rachel. Good night, everybody. Bye.